0: hello everyone welcome again to another no gear required podcast i uh, was with me i have uh my right arm left arm jay zibalos my big friend also his brother mike zibalos i mean those two guys make possible for us to have the podcast uh it's interesting today because i was always trying to get all my brothers into the podcast we did a lot of back in a few months ago, live on Instagram, which uh, turned out to be something a lot bigger than we expected. And I have here one of my brothers, Higan, that came by uh, a few months ago. Now I have one of the brothers that I can't believe I'm going to make him talk. (laughs) He's the (laughs) second oldest brother in the family, Roger Machado. Welcome, Roger. Thank you.
1: Thank you, guys. Glad to be here.
0: Oh, Roger. I I like him and I hate him at the same time growing up. (laughs) (laughs) Roger is the second oldest, as people, I just want to remind them, Carlos, Roger, Higgin, myself, and John. That's the order of age. And um, Roger, I can't believe it. He's here sitting next to me on on the podcast. Roger, I want to start, like, let's go back to some time here. Do you remember your first experience starting training jiu-jitsu? When was that uh, um, remember that a few years ago right <laughs> a long long time I, remember what, how old you were or your first instructor because I, I don't I try I, to go back and it's like I don't unless mama tell us I, I try to remember too but I we uh, remember he can he can remember himself but I don't know I'm, Who my, is my
1: memory doesn't go that
0: far. <laughs> it, it People don't know, but I remember my my mother mentioned that she she used to take us to have private classes with uh, as a kid with Harion Harion Gracie. Really, and uh, we are very young and little kids. I don't remember that, but that's she said that. But do you remember? And Roger has an interest case because growing up in our house, my. My mom pushed us to martial arts because our our relation that her sister was married to Carlos Gracie Sr. And we got involved in Jiu Jitsu in the early days of our lives. And from our dad's side, very intellectual. He wanted us to go to school and do all of this. And one great thing is Roger had was he did something called student exchange. He lived in America I don't know, in the 80s? How, when, when, when was that, when Roger?
1: I was um, when I was 17, from 17 to 18. 17,
0: he came and, and he was living yeah. on, on in Wisconsin.
1: Wow. <laughs> okay, talk about a culture shock. Uh,
0: man, and, and, <laughs> and, and that's the crazy thing. And he learned to speak English. Yeah. That was the, the whole purpose to live in, uh, in America and you have no choice. And he studied a lot. And how was
1: that experience for you, Roger? you remember that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I loved it because I think it was uh, the first, my first big trick that I was away from the brothers, the family, and even jiu-jitsu. I couldn't do jujitsu for a year, uh, but I did some wrestling. So. That's, At that's, least that's my, what I want to get into the point, you see. no, but... He uh, came
0: back to Brazil with some tricks, like, hey, wait <laughs> a minute, what, what the heck is that?
2: But when you were there, did you do uh, any... Like, did you share with the host family a uh, little bit
1: about jiu or...? Yes, a little bit. Um, some of them, uh, I think I stayed throughout the year, I stayed with, uh, you know, for six months with one family, three months with uh, the other two families each. And, and some of my... Um, siblings on each house they, they were not much into sports uh, but at the school I did like uh, high school there was a, I did part of a senior year and part of a junior year before. Um, I had opportunity you know practice wrestling for a few months um, and, and then I had the opportunity to share you know with some teammates uh, jiu-jitsu they, they had no idea what I was doing and I, I was actually able to use on the wrestling practice yeah. That's a little man. secret weapon. And the, you know, know the cool
0: thing, man, we all get mad at him on that. And I'm not going to hide that from him. <laughs> he came home and shows a picture of uh, him with all the uniform of football of the Wisconsin high school, I guess. And they kind of pro- want to provide him a scholarship for him to be the kicker. <laughs> and he said, no, I don't want. And he went back. Really? Yeah. It was the kick because of the soccer experience you have in Brazil. He turned out to kick the ball pretty damn good.
1: <laughs> His heart wasn't heart wasn't in it for it? No, no yeah. I, I tried to play uh, tackle defense, but <laughs> I didn't enjoy it much. I felt some headaches, you know, with the clashes with some other big guys. So, But, but the kicking was much easier for me. I felt more at home. Yeah. And I'm
0: just uh, making hard here relax a little bit. Everyone that comes <laughs> here feels a little tight. Let's go back to, to Brazil, Roger. Yeah. Do you remember when you when you got your blue belt? Remember how, when was that? Because I know it's hard sometimes. People don't realize we've been doing jiu-jitsu for quite some time, and going back to the memory line sometimes, some, it takes time to to
1: remember man, those. Was I will I, be honest, man. I, I think. I think when I was a blue belt, I remember um, Della was a blue belt at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, that's how the group of guys yeah. we have, it's all <laughs> that time, we we're yeah. talking about early
2: 80s. How long were you a white belt? Because I know Jean-Jacques has said, you were a white belt for like four
1: years? Yeah, four years. Do you remember yeah. how long you were at white? Um, I think it was not too, around the same, and, was, yeah. And how,
0: Roger, how was it for you growing up with four brothers, all very energetic and all involved in Jiu-Jitsu and always in a good sense of bullying each other. How was that for you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, growing up with four brothers, uh, never a dull moment. <laughs> uh, I bet. <laughs> no privacy ever in your life. Um, we yeah. had to sleep with one eye open the other one closed because <laughs> somebody was going to try to choke you you know when you sleep when you get you off guard uh but i loved it man i i really i a lot of times i miss you know all the craziness full house the brothers always picking and fighting and playing with each other yes yeah. i loved it and we miss we have the mats in our bedroom and yeah.
0: then and it was a fun story man. because i gotta share that with you guys in a good way we always have a, some kind of a altercation with the youngest brother, and you just picture this: we are all four on the same bedroom, and I have I'm on was in one side of the bed, now was on the middle with Higgin. They have the one side of the room with John, the other side Roger. Then on the two beds on the middle, me and Higgin, and we were watching a TV. Then this is the fun part. I want you guys to understand that was every day in our house. Roger get up from the bed. He was sitting on the right side, and he turned the TV towards him. (laughs) Then my brother John on the other side goes like, "Man!" And back those days, the TV image was already bad enough. And he said, "Man, I can't see the TV." And John get up and turn the TV back. But then he goes an inch towards his side. (laughs) Then Roger get up on the other side, and he start measure with his hands and fingers. (laughs) Then you go like, "Man!" The TV is more from your side. Then John started doing the same thing. And suddenly they start arguing with each other. Then my dad comes into the room, unplugged the TV from the wall, take the TV out of the room. And me and Higgins look to each other like, what the heck is going on here? Those guys. Are <laughs> but those are the simple things that we grow up with each other. Thanks to Jiu-Jitsu, it never turned out to be a fist fight in a way. It somehow we have our respect to the other brothers. They used to scream, and heart not my heart. Used to hit us hard. We have to run.
1: We have to run <laughs> from here. Come on! <laughs> he <I> wasn't <laughs> the mean brother. We, uh,
0: he wasn't the mean. He was the quiet one. But don't mess with him. He would, he would hit you hard. <laughs> it's like we know. Well, what,
2: <laughs> what I've always admired, like even before I joined here, I would see the magazine articles, and it was mm-hmm. always all of all of the brothers. You were always the one with the smile
1: on your face. I know. I and then my brothers <laughs> would get mad at me. I, I, I never. I, I never enjoyed taking it all serious and like looking like mean and like, yeah, and then I would uh, smile. I'm like, Why are you smiling? We gotta look serious, you know. I don't know. I I, I like to smile, yeah. Yeah, and they see we, we, we
0: never grow up. When we get together, we're still kids, and and then I think it's such a an a amazing thing. Roger, let me ask you this, Roger. Uh, what does Jujitsu represents? to you? What jujitsu change Uh, in you or made or got inside of you? What, what is that? What, why uh, do you like jujitsu so much?
1: I, I love because, um, there's so much that jujitsu offer, um, to, to someone, you know, in, in all aspects of life, you know, and, um, and on my case, on my experience, as you said, as a as a younger brother in my early days, I, I was a um, more serious. Um, I, I was like a little bit more short-tempered. Like, if a little brother would bother me, sometimes so I would...
0: Now you guys know what I mean, I, right? I, I just, was, a my, I, just a little bit short uh, temper.
1: Just a little bit. My my slap on the back would be a little bit stronger than it should be. I apologize, brother. <laughs> uh, but, it's uh, too late. To <laughs> 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 it's 30 years late. <laughs> I know. It's never late. Right? So, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, I think jiu-jitsu, on my case, makes me... Um, A much better person you know and it still makes I still grow every day um, by teaching the art and practicing the art and studying the art Um, uh, and um, and with me I became a much calmer person uh, more balanced and um, and in my life one of the biggest effects was just uh, all the philosophy behind that jiu-jitsu carries that goes beyond the mat and everyone takes to their own lives, like living happier and healthier lives, eating better, being more active, and um, and it makes me very happy, inspired to see that effect on my students, and and, and by observing on, on everyone that um, embraced Jujitsu in their own lives. And and how is like uh,
0: growing up? You remember how how many instructors. Did you have, who were your instructors growing up in jiu-jitsu that you remember? I know we
1: have so many, but which ones that No, you, I recall, I think um, on the, my initial stages, I remember a Hoyler, a, a Halls Ho, a Gracie, you know, um, on our early day, on was uh, on one the kids of... kids' class. Yeah, yeah, the, the instructor... And then uh, I remember in in uh, our other cousins, um, Crawling, Crawling Gracie, um, and then later on when we were in Rio de Janeiro, uh, Carlos Gracie Jr. and from time to, mar- to time Hickson Hickson Gracie. From time to time, I think you had more time with him than myself. And uh, and was it uh, for you?
0: As like uh, when when did you feel in your life that you know what? That's what I want to do, teach Jiu-Jitsu. I want to make my life around Jiu-Jitsu. Because even though we grew up and we all trained Jiu-Jitsu together, each one of us had our own time to open a school, to kind of go ahead and, you know, that's what I like to do. I like to influence people in a very positive way. When did you realize that that's what you want to do?
1: A very good question. I think in my, um, my 20s, you know, uh, we are... Comp- we compete our whole lives uh, for many, many years. And, um, but after a while, um, I, I felt um, I, was not, I was not feeling as fulfilled just competing for myself, being just a competitor. Um, and then it was almost like a, um, a crisis for me. Man, okay, if I'm not happy doing this, where do I go from here? That's when I start to ask myself, a lot of questions about this, and then I came up to the uh, to the inspiration and realization uh, of focusing more as a teacher, being a teacher, and that's when my life really changed. That's I felt like when my focus start to change from being a competitor for myself to teaching the art, you know, to others, passing on the torch. That's when I felt like reborn again in the art and i still feel up and, to this day yeah
0: and you have a specific style among us and something that you teach a lot of your students can you just go over a little bit about the yoga jitsu that you teach um, a lot of your students uh i remember talking to guru Danny santo he mentions mm-hmm. a lot about the classes you mm-hmm. taught him yeah, yeah. about the Get the yoga involved with jujitsu. How was that specifically?
1: Um, Well, um, I I always been teased by you and the other brothers for uh, you know as as the Zen brother. No, because I like to meditate and do yoga and all that. They always thought that was kind of funny, but uh, I love it. And uh, and uh, on these sands, I did some yoga in Brazil, um, and I've been I've been doing martial arts. um, my whole life, and, um, and I realized like um, yeah, like with, uh, with some of the, the yoga movements uh, combined with some uh, jiu-jitsu movements can become a great mix, you know, as a, as, a, as a practice, you know, used for jiu-jitsu or something else, kind of to loosen up the body. Um, it's a combination of movement with stretch and the breathing and the flow and the transition from um, one position to the other. And um, and so with Dan and some of the other students that I worked with, I noticed that after a while by by their practice on some of those exercises, I felt um, improvements on their own jiu-jitsu training, even though I was not teaching them jiu-jitsu. But by doing those things, that hey, your jiu-jitsu is getting better. So I think it was... Uh, uh, a good compliment that I that I added to uh, Mr. Inosanto's. Uh, yeah, you make routines. a good combination yes. there. Mm-hmm. That yeah. kind
0: of uh, mix both and uh, they end up doing both better: the mm-hmm. yoga and the jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Um, Roger, let me throw some hot seat here. Oh, I know the answer, man. but I'm going to ask him. Oh, Roger, man. which one is your favorite brother? <laughs> come on, come on. Okay. Of course, of course, okay. it's here, okay. I'll yeah, let yeah, that go. Yeah. I know, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know that's not true, but that's okay. What What is like a, that you remember on the competition times in your life? What was the the biggest challenge for you personally to the competition? Because we know we all go through some nervous system, and especially in the beginning, we feel like.
1: What was that for <laughs> no. you? Oh, I, it was interesting, um, all my competition experience throughout my life, you know, I had moments that I enjoyed more than others. Um, but I remember in Brazil, man, many years ago, I think when I was uh, a purple belt, and, uh, and the funniest thing, like uh, me, uh, Jean-Jacques, John, and myself, we are on the same weight class. But on, at those days, only two abs. Two, uh, two competitors from the same weight class could go to the division. So because I was a little bit heavier than them, I always had to compete on the above class. Throw him to the heavy. So literally guys like 20 pounds heavier than me, I had to face those guys. But that's okay. I didn't complain. But uh, I had one particular tournament that really, really stands out. Yeah, like some, some like this character, this particular character I had to face on the, on my class one time. His his nickname was He-Man, yeah. <laughs> so, so you can imagine how how big was the guy and, uh, and the guy he was. I know, I he was killing the company, smashing people, throw throwing people off the mat and doing. Uh, and I don't know that on that day I was kind of inspired in and, uh, and I had a, a great match with the guy. I, uh, how, how they I, call that character, the, <laughs> the, skeleton
0: guy that goes against human? Oh yeah. Was Skeletor? <laughs> yes, that, yeah, 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 That was yeah.
1: him that day. <laughs> the giant slayer. <laughs> I know. But even my, uh, my, my uncle Helio, uh, he congratulated me afterwards, you know, for, um, for my performance, and, yeah. and I, I really appreciate in, that.
0: Imagine yeah. that, you walk outside the mat after the tournament, you have Helio Gracie, oh, yeah. you have all the first generation jiu-jitsu there, say, hey, good yeah. mat, I mean, he's watching your fight. Yeah, How yeah. how that goes to, at a young age. Yeah, what an impact, <laughs> you know, to be, to be influenced like <laughs> that,
2: it's amazing.
0: Roger, yeah. is there any specific technique in jiu-jitsu that I can say it's kind of almost like your brand that you like to do. Because I remember when Roger came back from his student exchange trip. He was like a boo. He just want to wrestle. He double leg, (laughs) single leg, you pick you up and slam you on the floor. And we were like, man, what's wrong with this guy? He came back so aggressive. Uh And it was a very good moment in our training because uh, it was an addition to uh, like a different game into what we're not used to. But is there any favorite things you like to do in jiu-jitsu? Play uh, on top, play on the bottom, uh-huh. play guard, play pass. What is, like, your favorite situation you like to be in it? Um, or does it matter? Anyone? No,
1: is? I, I really enjoyed uh, in training. Um, I, I like to create some techniques or, like, certain, some attacks. You know, like um, like I have a particular technique um that I, I, I came up with, I called it Armpit Americana. I've seen that before, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. gonna bring that up. It's yeah, a yeah. really,
2: really creative. It's yeah, t- so, so and very- it's kind of scary, I mean. I
1: know, I know, <laughs> but, uh, but what happened, it's, and uh, in, 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 uh, that's another thing that real inspiration for me uh, as a teacher is like uh, uh, on the middle of the train, uh, you know, I, I'm working with my students, suddenly I do a technique that, uh, out of the blue, you know, and say, wait a minute, what did I do? <laughs> how did I get there? Yeah. And then that's how how a lot of the techniques uh, came to life. And that that was one that one of them. Like, uh, but I love in Jiu-Jitsu in general. I love the flow, the transition um, from one position to the next, and I, and I love the the smooth transition when and when you do the techniques, you get to a point where you find the perfect angle, the, the the no effort, you know, on the... Well, that's what I liked about technique. that technique, because when yeah, I saw yeah.
2: you demonstrate it, yeah, I was watching you and everything dictated that you were going to go to your right, and
1: mm-hmm. then you
2: just went to the left, and when you went to the left, I'm like, okay, why is he stopping there? And then I saw it, and I'm like, wow, but that that's just <laughs> yeah, you yeah. guys, you the, yeah. the brothers, I mean, a lifetime yeah. of yeah. training, you just have that vision, you yeah. see it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: You know it's that my, move, John Jacques?
0: I have no idea what you guys
2: have. Oh, uh, oh it's <laughs> the gotta, gotta the armpit, show
0: yeah. the armpit something? That's I, I, what you I'm, just said. I'm
1: not gonna teach okay. my brother. Okay, okay, no. okay, secret man. safe with me no, too. No, no. I, I <laughs> have a
0: bunch, but I don't yes. have a name for it. I like the Guy, name the armpit, no. what? America, American. Armpit Americana. <laughs> I'm gonna come up with some names too.
1: <laughs> no, I have I have yeah. no secrets, man. I in everything I know I, be glad always glad to share we always glad to share with each other but when it's, we get together you know and but
2: what's amazing is you all you all I, I have not had the pleasure to train with all of you but watching everybody teach you all express the art a little bit different it's like mm-hmm. all uniquely yours mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. the core you can see your foundation but the way you all kind of come to the same you, you all have different. Pathways to the mm-hmm, same conclusion. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. pretty. It's pretty uh, um, inspiring to watch.
0: And, and Roger, um, let's go back to a memory mm-hmm. memory lane here. Yes. You know, if a lot of people don't know our relationship with our cousins, the Gracie families, through mm-hmm. our mother. How was that growing up with so many cousins, so many great jujitsu people surround you? How was that for you? What What did you feel back then? um as an inspiration to you and and who 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 of the cousins you like to train more that you feel that you, you kind of gain a lot of information
1: from how was that for you um I think it was um was an inspiration in a sense because um, um I always had um, you my, my brothers you know to uh rely upon you know sometimes ask questions or troubleshoot some, certain positions or or techniques um but with our cousins i think the ones that come to mind man that really really uh, inspired me man and i have even though i was i was not with him for as long as we all would like to be with the halls man. so many things i can't believe like of over 30 years ago how uh, um the things that he would say, the things he would teach, really, really impact- impactful. Um, and um, and I think he was a, a pioneer of his time in terms of uh, opening everyone's mind to see that there is more in the world than just jiu-jitsu, you know? We have to open our mind to other styles and embrace some of those styles to learn and adapt some of the techniques to jiu-jitsu. He's the one who started that. And then I think uh, after his time, jiu-jitsu went to another level because people started to, to explore more wrestling, judo, you know, and uh, sambo, all these other styles. And, and so that brought the art to another level, I'd say. Yeah, And
0: what what is like a today, As a big challenge for you when a a student comes to your school. How how as as you see sometimes they're shy or they're not physically fit. How did you kind of break the wall and how did you feel teaching? What is the process that you use? Because each student has a different need when they're walking into your school. How does that work for you? Like to get somebody from nothing and start building up something?
1: I think um, as, as um from a teacher's perspective, uh, um, I believe in a personalized work, you know, and I'd say even though I might have a group class in front of me, um, I, I try to take in consideration each student as an individual with uh, different needs, you know, different levels, different ways of understa- understanding certain things and, and I think when you, when you see from that point of view, even though you're in a group class, you, your work can be much more personalized to each one of your students. You know, like at one point, um, I, I like in my, my group class, I had a student that didn't have a leg, one leg. It had like a, one leg. So what happened? Um, I had to modify some of the techniques and the exercise and train, and he loved it and he would do great. You know, he he would do things that I couldn't believe. Someone like him could do it. I so, said, "Wow!" He taught me. And
2: uh, yeah, that's amazing because not only are you inspiring him, but it has to resonate with the rest of the student body oh, to of lift course. them up. Like, of course. how can I complain about
1: my struggles? Yes, you yes, know? yes. And you see another another um, like um, my personal philosophy in jujitsu. Um, um, I believe. And what I try to teach my students is, not just to embrace the art for now, but for life. Mm-hmm. Like Jiu for the long run, until later years. And that's one of the few arts that I know that can be from the visual for as long as you want. Yes. Like, like I have, right now I have a student that's seventy years old. He started training with me when he was like 55. Now he's seventy, he's happy and healthy as he's ever been in his life. Yeah, amazing. How how
0: is for you the if you can point some kind of the difference between your jiu jitsu in the early days in Brazil and how you see Jiu Jitsu in today's time? Um
1: if you can point maybe a difference or how do you see that? Yeah, I think I think in the past Jiu Jitsu was um much more um, traditional, you know? Um, and, um, and I think because people are, um, throughout the years, everyone is becoming more uh, open-minded, you know, about uh, the art and, and the other styles. And s- like now they have this, the submission grappling, you know, the no-gi tournaments. And um, and so, I, yeah, I would say uh, it's um, jujitsu has evolved to, to um, another level uh, where you know you have all these other techniques that are now that was forbidden on the past like um, a lot of the, the foot locks the knee locks uh, a lot of a lot of those techniques you couldn't do any, you couldn't even practice on the past on the early days but then with time now they are to certain levels they're accepted to the instruction and practice do you
0: remember any, any story or any adventure on the past when we were kids, I don't know, back in Teresopolis or Rio, something that you can remember, highlight, like, yeah, that was danger, that was funny? <laughs> come on, Roger, you've got to bring something back there in those days. <laughs> that's a, that's on, what we man. call here a loaded yeah, question. We have, we <laughs> have some, <laughs> some adventures time there, Roger, come on. But I wanted to hear on your own words. <laughs> Remind me, what What? What? are. I have are... a lot of things happen in Teresopolis when we are teenagers, yeah. uh, things in Rio, that when we were with our cousins, things that you, situations that you've been. People don't realize, I remember when we leave our house, that, let's see, we ask our dad, dad, oh, father had money, hey, can you give us a car or something? <laughs> he goes, no, <laughs> take a bus. <laughs> and when we take a bus from where we lived and the Academy moved to Baja in Rio, we're talking about the distance from, I don't know, from the valley here to Long Beach, but it's no freeway. It's through the city. I mean, it's an easy one hour plus ride in the bus. But in Brazil, they allow you to stay standing. The bus—it's kind of uh, forty-seven people sit down, forty-eight standing. I mean, it's <laughs> a long, long road. Yeah. But the thing that in Rogers to do more than anyone, we used to take a bus, live in a house, and maybe 15, 20 minutes in the bus, we used to stop and go to um, a, a, a sports club, and that club we swim. And he, until today, he still almost every day he swims that. But remember, he used to do that so much. You go, take the bus, and where are you going? And he gets out, he goes for a swim, see you guys later. Then we keep going on the bus, and he has to <laughs> swim that for, I don't know, an hour and a half or something. <laughs> but he always had that habit to swim before going to the school. And that was an incredible time because and it's like, man, he's really serious about swimming. And a lot of people do not know he's, he's actually vegetarian. My brother's
1: in how long have you been vegetarian yeah like um i beat like 37 38 years
0: and he yeah. never actually yeah. had a cavity on his mouth i don't know if he has to do anything with or <laughs> i have a bunch of things i have to see the dentist I look you yeah. know, i never visit a dentist i don't have any anything going on how is that for you eating um, or not eating meat or how's that on your know, do um, you feel more energy less energy or you're used to is there any other source that you go for no, to supply no,
1: the... No, with me, man, I, at the time, I think everyone, everyone's body is different. Um, on my case, uh, my whole life, I never really enjoyed eating meat. Like, uh, um, most of the time, to be honest, every time I would eat, I would feel sick. And um, so, and then it comes to a point that I would eat less and less, And then came to a day that I said, said, why are you going to eat something that every time I eat, I don't feel good? And that's how I, why I stopped. And and nowadays, I think since I changed, I I felt so much better, so much better. And uh, up to this day, man, I I feel great, you know? And and I am, you know, I eat um, grains, vegetables, and uh, and nuts, a whole bunch of other yeah, sources, you know, yeah, and I, no, which which is great. It's
0: I don't know. It's um, I mean, I really maybe I eat meat twice a week sometimes, but it's it's not easy. I know it's not easy for us to. But it's it's not for
1: uh, it's not for everyone. Man. I, I think I think as I said, everybody has um, different needs. Yeah, know, I think and, or, I, I think I think we're kind of
2: genetically. Predisposed, some people can go. You yeah, see, yes, you also yes.
0: rarely eat meat, right, Jay? Yeah,
2: I used to eat it all the time, and yeah. and then I cut, I cut it out straight for man almost a year. But I started noticing, and I know I'm getting older too. But I started noticing like my injuries were taking a lot longer to heal. Mm. And it, it it could have been what they call a placebo effect. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I told my wife, I'm like, I think I need to start eating a little bit of meat. And mm-hmm. I noticed that when I did, I just my body felt like it kind of. Hold me back together. Mm-hmm. But the same thing, if I eat too much, I, I don't feel good either. Yeah. So, I oh. love fish. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love yeah. sushi.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you too, Roger. Um, yeah.
1: Who is Roger Machado? Who is that person? Uh, <laughs> it's a, uh, I still, I'm still, i still finding that out. I think it's a, it's a lifelong... Uh, uh, journey you know to uh, to um, to get to know this person but I I'm getting every day I'm getting to know this guy a little better and um and I'm realized that as more we um, we get to know ourselves um, uh, happier we feel you know um and uh, but up to this point I still find a lot of things but a few things that are I realize is that I'm a teacher, but um, at the same time I'm uh, a student of life, you know. And um, I appreciate every day, and, um, and I to, uh, and I'm very grateful for every second that we live, that we're here, you know. And uh, and uh, I'm still learning man, about everything else. And, I know. You see how life changed this <laughs> yes. guy. He
0: used to be so mean. So now he tends to be very soft, very gentle. Yeah, now, now, man, shiatsu works, people. <laughs> now, now,
2: my question, um, because I, you know, I'm fortunate enough. My brother and I never strayed too far apart. We mm-hmm. started to just career wise, and then everything life kind of pulled us back together.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What was it like for you? Because we, who was. The last one to leave Brazil. Was it you? Me, yes. What was yes, it like yes. losing your brothers, having your brothers come to the States? So after uh, being so like fighting yeah. over the TV and being close and all yeah, the adventures. Yeah. I, you know,
1: it was I to be honest, that's a good question. It, I think it was tough, man, because, you know, we've been together whole lives. And and then um, one brother at the time came to America, Higgins, then uh, Carlos and John and Jacques. Um, and... And then so many things happen, I and mean, like, like our our dad, you know, passed away in Brazil, and um, that was me and you back then. Uh, yeah, you knew. Yeah, Jacques was there. Yeah, at the time. And yeah, you know, I think you're about to finish your university,
0: then. <laughs> yeah. Then Carlos and John, here convinced me to move. You, say, you gotta come! You gotta come! Then here we are.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's um, but I I. My brothers was asking for me to come right after my brother Jean Jacques, but it was almost I still had like maybe like a year left of my uh, university. I graduated on physical education, and I said no, I don't want to go until I finish get my diploma. Um, and then once I finished, then I came, and I'm very happy I came, and I love it here. Like, I feel at home.
2: It's it's it's. It's really nice because, I mean, I remember when I joined this gym, it was RCJ Machado. It mm-hmm. was the, mm-hmm. the green and yellow logo, and it was mm-hmm. all the five brothers. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and over time, everyone started to kind of forge mm-hmm. new paths. Mm-hmm. But I've never, like you, all you guys, in some way, shape, or form, are still a part of this place. Because even when I speak to your brother, I, I it's always part of our conversation at some point. How are mm-hmm. your brothers? Mm-hmm. How's the family mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. and that? So you guys never really... You never really separated. No. You know, no. And I, I think it's wonderful that you
0: we guys We always, no so, matter what, we're yeah, always, always going to be a look family. Look how funny that is. We used to do a brother's camp. And every day we want to teach Jiu-Jitsu to, to a lot of people. But uh, the main reason was for us to get together at least once a year. We'd be for a few days together to make sure we don't, we keep that bond tight. And here we are, like, it's, it's funny because each brother has, we all love each other, we always have our connection. But evidently, growing up, my parents put the two youngest in the same bedroom, which was me and John, and the second oldest, Higgins and Roger. And Carlins was way above all of us in terms of uh, how, in a young age, he became so mature. Like, he's uh, not so old, but very mature compared to the rest of us. But Roger and Higgins developed such an incredible bond. I've heard that. They, they mm-hmm. know each other in a way that's like they like to draw a lot. They draw very well monsters. Both. <laughs> so whatever. I'll draw something. He goes, and make the ugliest monster you can ever imagine. Both. <laughs> they do the same thing. But here we are. We are on one of the camps. I'm not sure where it was. And we just finished eating something and, and lunch. And we all sit in the car and Higgins saw an ice cream place. And he goes there and he comes back. It's like, man, he's grabbing two big ice creams on his hands. And we're in the car like in shock. Oh, two huge ones. As he get closer to the car, he goes, Roger, it's for you. <laughs> and then we go like, man, what about us? He's like, I don't know what flavors you like, but I know his flavor he likes. And we go like, man, just to see. And it's yeah. incredible because they used to live together and they hardly see each other. Really? It's work? <laughs> completely different schedule, but yeah. they are not able to sleep unless he goes to the next door bedroom and see that the brother's there. <laughs> this is in, it's both. still yeah, today they have that kind of That's yeah, the bond. That's the yeah, family, so family bond. But man, the ice cream, we got like, Higgins, what? what's going on, man? You got for? I don't know what you like it, but I know what he likes.
2: Does he know your flavor now? And,
0: and then he never gave a chance to say anything. It's just like, we're kind of a, oh, okay. Then the same thing, Roger knows all that Higgins likes and they know each other. That's so funny, that connection they have. Yeah. But that's why our parents, kind of by age and I guess mentality, <laughs> okay, you're smart enough and not so good, you gotta <laughs> hang out <to> with this one. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but that's how we're at the house was all divide. But Roger is like a, is there any 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 project, anything you have in mind that you, you want to do? What else you want to push Jiu-Jitsu for people to see Jiu-Jitsu in a different way? Is there anything out there that you have as a goal right now using Jiu-Jitsu? Yeah. yeah so, um,
1: unless a- you want to keep a secret, then that's okay too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, as I was saying before, man, I, um, um, I wanted to explore um, um, Jiu-Jitsu on a deeper level, on a sense of uh, um, yeah, almost like going going beyond the, the techniques. You know, like really getting to uh, um, the deeper ac- aspects of the practice. How 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 does that affect people, and and how can it? um affect people in a positive way um, even the, even the, the philosophical aspects too right? and I think they are really interesting like uh, different ways to exercise and um, and the, and develop humbleness on your, or um, uh, to to mold and, and develop our students' character so those kind of thoughts you know as a teacher okay it's very beautiful words but actually how are you gonna do that in a Mm -hmm. class what kind of a practice what kind of a? how how will the student understand like um and um like as my the project you're asking one thing i'm giving some thought is still an idea um but i was thinking about um um, and i think it's probably gonna happen guys in the future um writing a um a booklet, you know, about um, our family philosophy from, from my perspective. You know, as I see like uh, uh, from the, the Machado way, you know, the, the philo- philosophical aspects of the art and, and, and teaching those concepts on an easy reading um, for the students. Uh, how can those, how do that apply on the mat? and in life you know that's that's one of the things ideas yeah. that i have yeah that's the magic
0: yeah and, and and as you mentioned you see that um it's funny because <clears throat> we are all five on the mat and we have our instructor showing technique and each one has a different eye or how observe that technique and i think it's uh when we kind of uh, spread our schools we felt the need of uh spread out more in a way to reach out more people and in each one of us I mean we're all together in a way Mm -hmm. but we always have our followers a lot of people love the way he puts the jiu-jitsu a lot of people like the way the other brothers do the same thing but on the end is it comes out with the same purpose Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to show jiu-jitsu to create an impact in people's life and man, I can't believe I'm, I'm making my brother Roger, who doesn't like to talk much. He's he's seen <laughs> me yeah, first right. for I, quite some time talking a lot, and I try not to interrupt him and let him put it out there. I, I never talked so much in my life, man. I'm breaking and, a record. And, here. and, and, and which which of the brothers that gave you more headache growing up, man? Come on, <laughs>
2: why is he looking at you? Uh, no, I know it wasn't me,
0: I know
1: it wasn't me, I know, but which you one, you know, and I'll be honest, man, I think, um. You Know as, as brothers, you always joked and and picked on other. Um, but when I stopped to think, man, I, I have so much more fond moments, you know, that uh, <laughs> I gotta tell that one for my sur- surpass the the this oh, ones. Well, okay, I, go for ahead. Sure, a is lot of
0: great mo- we we used to have our disagreements, okay, <laughs> but. The connection than him and Higan I mean if you go and ask Hard, how many times do you have some for John thousands Jean-jacques thousands Higan one <laughs> and and one of the altercations man it was so funny because we are the young ones and they look into the Higgin and hardlyy face each other hands up <laughs> and we're looking and they just look at each other's face and we're outside like Come on, nobody's gonna punch anybody. <laughs> you guys are gonna be looking at you. We talk about half an hour. It's just there standing, <laughs> looking at other. No words, nothing. And we almost throwing rocks on them. Come on, man, Somebody do something. I'm hungry. I wanna go home and eat. And you guys still standing? And just to show that man, it was so amazing that and they suddenly just just walk away. Like <laughs> that ne- was n- it. never happened. That was it. That was it. That never case.
2: happened, man. So this isn't a favorite question amongst yeah. your brothers, but who uh-huh. do you have a like? Who do you feel that you've spent the most amount of time training with amongst the brothers? And it doesn't necessarily mean favored or least favored or this or that. But was um, it spread out with you guys? Was it did you all alternate, or did you find that you gravitated towards one or two brothers?
1: Um, no, I think it was um, a similar amount of time. Yeah, with each other. Yeah, but because like my brother Higan, I would say is the one I had. Um, he was almost like the because we we in our we, house. we yeah we lived um we lived together for years of time as kids and even as adults later mm-hmm. on here in America. <laughs> a few years I was uh, with my brother. Um, yeah, so I, I think he, if the most time was in, but we always. Uh, spend time with each other. I always I learn and continuous learning from all my brothers. Imagine that you were five.
0: There a lot of teenage kids. We used to live in a big apartment, and far from the school. And we realized we have a lot of bodies that we can practice with. And we literally turn out one of the rooms that we sleep oh, mats. in mats. <laughs> and I remember my father go like, what are you guys doing destroying the house? And literally we took every single wood furniture out of the room and we have the mattress lying on top of the mats. <laughs> and, and I remember we used to train. We just, when I are not train put the mattress against the wall, this so I don't hit the wall, and we just go and train. Finish train, put the mattress back on, and literally we sleep wake up, spend most of our time on the mat. That was one of the beds in our house. That's why we, we did for quite some time. <laughs> because it was, it was no videos to watch. Mm. We have to grab yeah, each other. It's like, um, the guy hold me this way. Do you see any other way for me to get out? And we try and, and work for hours. That was our <laughs> Every day was fun. a
2: jujitsu day. How did, how did your mom...
0: Handle that. Oh man. My, my, my was, mom was yeah. okay, but I remember my dad walking into the room and he has shoes on. It was like, hey, <laughs> no shoes on the mat. And he looked at us like, this is my house. <laughs> <laughs> this is my room. So I don't care if you guys do jujitsu or not. Whatever room I want, I walk. <laughs> okay, dad, but no shoes on the mat. Don't forget. <laughs> he got, yeah, he got upset. At yeah. But he learned. Next time he came, he was on his socks and, and playing around the us, but that was fun. Great bonding though. Yeah. For you guys to grow up yeah, like that. Yeah, we, we, we kinda missed that and uh, yeah. I think life kinda changed a course that changed so much in a way of a mixed distance. But I wish still together even though I wish to complain for Roger because uh, he used to call me once a year. <laughs> but and that's, that's, changed. Changed. that's changed. Once a year, that's year, and I go he goes like hey brother I'm calling you because I just want to wish you happy birthday <laughs> and I go thank you it's so good to hear from you <laughs> I see you next year and <laughs> um, yeah I love you I wish you show the best <laughs> it's okay <laughs> yeah that changed now we yeah. speak more often but that yeah. was so funny for quite some time once a year I got a phone call and we see each other here and there, but there was their phone you call. You could guarantee I was that. waiting. Oh, he's going to call. He's going to call. But the brothers only call because my mother called each brother to you. To remind, to, to remind remind you. Yeah. And I said, oh, mom called you? Yeah, she remind me. Because if it wasn't her, I would not be calling you. <laughs> 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 Man, here we are. I can't believe it. I have finally, finally. You guys have no idea how challenge it was to bring him here. Any chances of a, of a camp reunion, you guys?
2: Yeah, I, I, I think I he, I'm going to I'm gonna push future, for that
0: because it's uh, very fun for us. So it's, many people love the demand. Uh, it's Jack so Spear funny. Because with yeah. respect and no respect, we bully each other. But mm-hmm. we know is always love. <laughs>
2: I've been training here for a very long time. I've never had that opportunity. I would jump all over that.
0: Okay, you guys be aware. We're going to do another Machado Brothers Camp. Let's see when everybody's settled. And I think some places, I think right now we can actually do that. But I think uh, I miss that, definitely. Mm -hmm. It'll be a lot of fun. Roger Machado, (laughs) I can't believe it. We're sitting down here for an hour talking to you and made that possible. But he did not answer me, which one is your favorite brother? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and when we do the camp, I'll make sure I have all your ice cream flavors ready.
0: Yeah. So. You guys already <laughs> got which one, right? Yeah. Oh, Roger, yeah. thank you. Thank you uh, for being here, brother. It's uh, it's always good to see. And I know when we get together, I was bringing incredible memories. And, uh, yeah, I know in each one of us do have... Um, impact and how we shape ourselves in our house mm-hmm. i know i have a little bit of roger and me a little bit of john a little bit of Higgin, a little bit of carlos i think each other kind of a support and balance us in uh in each way they could and i think uh, each one of us develop our own personality mm-hmm. having the influence of each brother. and i definitely have a little bit of you and me and I would say the best of you, not the worst. <laughs> Thank you very much, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me here, guys. Here yes. we go, guys. Another amazing time here with my brother. Another No Give Require podcast. Stay tuned. A lot more fun to come.